Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the official Megapon podcast, the only podcast on the internet hosted by me. Today, we're here with Vinny Padolino, an entrepreneur, investor, natural born hustler, and of course, my father. Hello, everyone. Thanks for being here. <laughs> All right, so to get things started, this is a business podcast. Uh, you and I are about to start a new business venture of our own. Um, as my mentor and professional role model, I wanted you to have. I wanted to have you on to talk about your background in business and your different avenues of success. Uh, you're kind of like a so serial entrepreneur of sorts. Um, so let's just get right into it. Sure. Um, how many different businesses or companies have you started in your lifetime? I've started about seven companies. Seven. That's a lot. Um, what was the first one? What was the first business that you you opened yourself? Uh, my first business was a pizza shop restaurant. Yeah, uh, Trenton, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what made you want to get into that? You know, when I was a kid, I, I lived near a, a pizzeria, and I used to go there all the time with my family, and, and it just looked like a lot of fun. The guys behind the counter were seven brothers that ran the pizza shop. Seven brothers? And uh, they looked like they were having a ball. Uh, it looked <laughs> like work to them. I mean, they were spinning pizzas and laughing and having a good time with customers. Mm hmm so I always had that in the back of my mind, and I said, you know what, that's not a bad idea. So uh, mm -hmm. it looked like a fun business, and I just jumped right in and opened it. Pizza um, so when did you when did you open the pizza place? It was uh, about 1997. Do you know how old you were? I was about 19 years old. Okay. Um, so once you got into it, what did you what did you like about having the pizza place, and what didn't you like? Well, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed being, uh, you know, with the customers, and uh, and I enjoyed making the food and making pizzas and everything. Mm -hmm. What I didn't like was the seven days a week, open to close, uh, trying to keep the food consistent. So when you're not there and you leave a manager in place, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes the food is not consistent, which is very important when you're dealing with the food business. Of course, of course. But uh, other than that, it was a lot of fun. It's, it was just a lot of hours, a lot yeah. of hours and a lot of days. <laughs> what were the hours like? Well, we would open from 11 to midnight. And, of course, midnight. as the owner of the, prop, uh, of the place, you have to go in a couple hours early to get the food prep ready for the mm. day. So uh, it was a pretty long day. It was from when? 9 till midnight. Wow, that's some crazy hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, event so eventually what made you want to get out of it? Was it, was it that, the, the hours? Yeah, and... it was the long days and everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, Basically living in that pizza place. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, so then the next thing you did was the driving school, correct? Yes, the and, driving school. Um, so let's talk about that. Sure. Um, what gave you the idea to start a driving school? Well, I had a friend that used to work for a driving school, and he would come in my pizza shop, actually, with students that he would be training to drive. So we would talk a lot about, you know, the driving school and uh, and everything. And he looked like he was having a great time picking up students and teaching them how to drive, going out for pizzas when they would get their driver's license. So uh, so I decided to, you know, to get into the driving school business. And uh, it was that was also a lot of fun. Yeah. What, what did you like about it? Well, it was, it was very re rewarding in a fact where you would help you know, students to learn how to drive, and then they would get their driver's license, and it would be, you know, uh, their 17th birthday, and they would, you know, be excited and happy, mm -hmm. and, you know, we, we, we would do the same thing. We would take them out for pizzas and take pictures with them in front of the driving school car, so it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, was there anything that you didn't like about it? What I didn't like about the driving school? No, I, I actually enjoyed the business very yeah. much. Okay. 
Um, so what did you do next? There was the... Well, when I had the driving school mm -hmm. and we had a bad winter storm, I decided to launch a, another company, which was my bail bonds company. Mm -hmm. Bail bonds is which where you post 10% bail and you get bailed out of jail. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, that's, that's basically what I did. And that... That is uh, weatherproof, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, you people know, get arrested all people year. People get arrested all year long. <laughs> it doesn't matter, rain or shine. Mm -hmm. so, so I decided to launch that company when I had to park my driving school cars in a bad winter storm. Mm -hmm. So I was running the driving school and the bail bonds company at simultaneously at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, that was both, they were both very fun. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed the bail bonds business also. Yeah, uh, so in bail bonds, when so obviously when someone skips bail, um, you have to go after them. You have to that's go right. bring them so in. That's right. So basically, uh, that's what we would do. We would go out at night and look for the defendants that wouldn't be sh that wouldn't show up for court. Mm -hmm. So our job as bounty hunters is to come back out and look for you, bring you back to the judge. So at nighttime, we would go out and look for the skips, and basically, you know, arrest them, surrender them to the judge, or put reincarcerate them. Um. Do you have any Do you have any interesting stories about your time when you were when you were bounty hunting? Well, bounty hunting, yeah. Uh, well, I have uh, cowboy. Cowboy <laughs> is one that sticks in the back of my head. There was a There was a guy. We uh, his name was actually Cowboy. That was his street name, and uh, we were trying to get this guy for the longest time. We could not catch him. He was fast and slick. Mm -hmm. So we finally caught up to where he was living. He was living on the third floor apartment. He saw us outside, surrounded, bounty hunters surrounding his apartment. He would look out the window, and he basically would just make funny faces and, and, and smile at us and laugh at us and joke at us, and he wouldn't come, he wouldn't surrender. So uh -huh. we were out there for hours and hours waiting for this guy to While surrender. he was just making faces and in the window. he was just looking out the window and <laughs> laughing at us and, and uh, just making all kinds of faces at us. Mm -hmm. So we finally, after all night of sitting out there, we finally figured out that he fell asleep. So we climbed the fire escape, climbed a, through his window. Of a third story and apartment. And basically put cuffs on him while he was falling asleep, while he was sleeping. And that was the only way we were able to catch this uh, cowboy. Uh, so he sticks, he, he really sticks into my, in my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, that, was a, that was a funny one, that was pretty good. So uh, obviously that, that was a little bit more exciting than the pizza place and, and um, a lot more flexible. Yeah. Um, was there anything that you didn't like about that that, that kind of made you want to decide to move on to be better things? No, I enjoyed the bail bonds business. I mm -hmm. mean, some of the laws changed, mm -hmm. uh, which made it a little bit harder for that type of business, but uh, I really enjoyed that business. It could be a little dangerous when you're out there looking for, uh, you know, Criminals. the defendants. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a fun business. I had a good time with that. It was a very successful business too. Okay, now on to your current um, profession. My current profession, real estate investment, is is what I love. It's been very good to me. I uh, I had to matter of fact sell my driving school and the bail bonds company because I got so busy with the real estate. Because mm -hmm. when I got into real estate, and like I did with many of my companies that I've opened, I've obsessed over it. So I've accumulated a lot of real estate because I eat, sleep, and drink it. And I've accumulated over 250 properties. I enjoy it. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So that's what I do now. 
Um, so what made you, how, what gave you basically, how did you get into real estate? Well, what? I always loved real estate. When I was a little boy, my father owned a few real estate buildings and I would go out with him to collect rents and to deal with contractors of repairing uh, properties and maintenance and everything. Mm -hmm. And I would watch my father collect these rents and I would sit in the car with him and as he would be driving, I would be counting his rents and playing with uh, all the cash that he'd give me in my hands. And I always had in the back of my mind that one day I'm going to just drive around and I'm going to collect rent checks every day. So that was, uh, that's where it started. Mm -hmm. But uh, when you were, how old would you, would you say you were? I was about 11 years old. I even <laughs> created my own property management business card when I was 11 years old. Didn't even have a phone number to put on the business card. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's just what I enjoyed doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, what are some things that you could maybe live without in, in real estate, uh, investment? Uh, in real estate investment, when you own rental properties, I'd probably like to live without, uh, the bad tenants and the uh, <laughs> increasing, uh, laws that change for tax code and the property taxes that are always increasing. Mm -hmm. But so those, those are a few things. Yeah. But, but for the most part, for the most part, I enjoy, yeah. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm sure you can get some pretty pretty bad tenants from time yeah. to time. Um, oh yeah. So you are one of my role models and my mentors, uh, like in the business sense, also in life. But have you had any role models or or mentors uh, in terms of business, in terms of you know as an entrepreneur, uh, anyone you looked up to? It's funny that you say that because my dad was my role model and mentor my whole life. Uh, he was, uh, he was a businessman and I watched, uh, everything he did and I picked up a lot of what I know from my dad also. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some struggles you've gone through in your life as a serial entrepreneur? Well, some of the struggles is, uh, basically trying to learn this. This is, there's, there's, uh, there's plenty of books out there to learn, uh, but the mistakes that you make, are, your best teacher. Uh, are your best teacher. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, basic, the basic struggles of learning and uh, paying expensive prices of doing things the wrong way and then hopefully you'll learn from it right away and, and, and correct it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's basically. Um, so what advice would you give someone who is hoping to be uh, a successful businessman uh, and entrepreneur as yourself? The best advice is to show up and show up every day and whatever you're looking to be successful in, you need to be obsessed about it. You need to eat, sleep, and drink it until you learn it and mm -hmm. you become an expert at it. Read about the information, stay on top of changing trends, and just show up. That's, I can't stress it enough, show up and make sure that you become an expert at what you want to be successful at. Wow, thank you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really good advice. Um, Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. My pleasure. Um, and thank you to all those listening at home. Um, tune in next month for our next episode when we'll have the man himself, Mark Cuban, on to talk uh, even more to us about entrepreneurship. Now, that was a joke, but thank you so much for joining us. You can reach us on Facebook at the Mega Pawn page, and you can read our blog at megapawnshop.blogspot.com. That's megapawnshop.blogspot.com. Uh, thanks again. Goodbye.